Welcome to The Workman's Table, a podcast all about learning and understanding biblical truths with the Great Shepherd's guidance. Here's your host, Eric Carpenter. Hello and welcome once again to another edition of The Workman's Table podcast. As always, I hope this podcast episode finds you well and that you're continuing to learn and grow and mature in your faith in His grace and mercy as you walk with Him in this journey of life together. So, before we proceed, I uh, again want to give our email address. It is theworkmanstable at gmail.com. Feel free to submit a comment or a topic that you'd like to discuss, and just uh, let, let us know or let me know what you'd like to discuss in, on a future podcast episode, uh, we could probably talk about what you want to explore. So again, the email is theworkmanstable at gmail.com. This podcast is uh, really titled Verses That Are Peculiar or Startling in Nature. There are some scriptures uh, throughout the word that, you know, may catch you off guard or may surprise you in how they're written and what is expressed or what is commanded or any number of things that, you know, is contained in his word. And there are some instances that we're going to go over and we're going to uh, take a look at them, or at least uh, read them, I should say. And I would encourage you to just kind of study them on your own and look over them uh, you know, once you receive all these scriptures, because they are uh, fascinating and uh, interesting to look at, um, because, you know, it, it's in Yah's word, and sometimes we think we have a grasp of his word, and there's some scriptures that can sometimes challenge what we've been taught or how we've thought about certain things in his scriptures before. As always, you know, always prayerfully consider as you read his word and, and seek his counsel and uh, ask him for guidance and direction, you know, as you read his word so that you can gain understanding. So the first verse uh, I'm going to read is uh, Job 9.22. It says the following in Job 9.22. It is all one thing. Therefore, I say he destroys the blameless and the wicked. It's just something that is stated there in Job 9.22. So uh, you may want to look at Job chapter 9 in its entirety to find the context of what is what he says there. But it's certainly uh, kind of a startling um, scripture there, uh, verse 22. Lamentations 3.38. Is it not from the mouth of the Most High that woe and well-being proceed? So it's basically a question that's being asked there. And so uh, in, it, it says plainly, is it not from the mouth of the Most High that woe and well-being proceed? So he's in control of all things. And that just, you know, adds clarity to how much control and how sovereign of a, of a ruler and king and, and Elohim he is. So uh, Lamentations 3.38 was that uh, scripture. Psalms 116 and verse 15 it says, precious in the sight of Yahuwah is the death of his saints. Um, you know, as we go on through these, you know, sometimes people would like an explanation of, of this. And, you know, we, we definitely got to be careful at times on how we, you know, provide uh, interpretation of Scripture. We certainly don't want to misstep or misrepresent his word. So 
I encourage you to, again, uh, take a look at these scriptures and, and pray and, and seek Yah's counsel uh, when you don't have a, a clear understanding of what these verses mean. Uh, Psalm 118, 18, it says, Yahuwah has chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death. So, I mean, that, that one's pretty, uh, pretty plain. And, of course, chasten is, is likened unto discipline. And, you know, he might have uh, done something uh, severe. And I don't know if this is Psalm of David, but you can certainly look it up. Um, and, you know, the, the writer of the psalm recognizes that Yehuah, you know, has disciplined or chastened him severely, but it's not to the point of death. So, you know, the, the person who wrote that psalm understands the severity of what maybe had transpired or the, the sin that they had committed, but it's not written in a way that, you know, is, um, uh, there's no, um, uh, anger towards Yahuwah. There's, there's no, uh, animosity and it shows that it was deserved. Um, and, and that Yahuwah has the right to, uh, definitely chasten us because we, you know, it says in Hebrews 12 that, uh, he chastens or disciplines those he loves. So it's a very good scripture to try to keep in mind there as well. Psalms 56, 8, uh, it says, You number my wanderings, put my tears into your bottle. Are they not in your book? So that's kind of a, an unusual scripture there that uh, he, you know, wanderings are numbered and, and uh it's uh, just a, a good scripture to kind of take a look at. You know, it's something that's, that's just not, you know, um, often seen in, in the word. It's just kind of an, a unique scripture to take a look at. Uh, Romans chapter 2, verse 4, it says, Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and longsuffering, not knowing that the goodness of Elohim leads you to repentance? And that's, you know, pretty straightforward there. And in, in, it lets us know that, he leads us to repentance. His goodness does. And don't despise the riches of his goodness, his forbearance and long suffering, because his goodness does then lead to uh, repentance. And that's, that's a good thing. So uh, make sure that uh, we don't, dis you know, that we don't despise it and take it lightly. Uh, Proverbs uh, 24, 17 through 18 and this one's uh, pretty uh, interesting as well. Um, it it kind of keeps us in check and, 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 and points uh, uh, us in the direction of recognizing that Yah is righteous in all that he does and that we need to be careful not to elevate ourselves or exalt ourselves at any time or to uh, step out of line you know, outside of his grace and mercy as well. It says in Proverbs 24, 17 through 18, Do not rejoice when your enemy falls, and do not let your heart be glad when he stumbles, lest Yahuwah see it, and it displease him, and he turn away his wrath from him. So in other words, you know, if, if he sees us uh, being glad, uh, you know, when our enemy falls and when he stumbles, it could displease Yahuwah, and, you know, Yahuwah could turn away his wrath from the person that uh, is, uh, you know, the, our enemy. So we got to be careful. That really kind of points to 
um, our, our selfishness maybe or our pride um, or just our human thinking get in the, getting in the way, you know, when we want to, you know, it says not rejoice when our enemy falls. And that's probably oftentimes what we would want to do or that's the first thing we think of. But the word is quite plain here in the verse in the book of Proverbs here, 24, uh, chapter 24, verses 17 through 18. So just some words to to really live by and take heed of. So um, Isaiah 20 is the next one we're going to look at. And this one is is definitely uh, very startling in nature. And, uh, you know, it's just something that, you know, you, you, you look at it and you go, wow, this is just, you know, very uh, interesting to read and it's startling in nature. And you'll know what I mean when I, when I finish reading Isaiah 20, verses 1 through 4. In the year that Tartan came to Ashdod, when Sargon the king of Assyria sent him and he fought against Ashdod and took it, at, that, at the same time, Yahuwah spoke by Isaiah the son of Amos, saying, Go and remove the sackcloth from your body, and take your sandals off your feet. And he did so, walking naked and barefoot. Then Yahuwah said, Just as my servant Isaiah has walked naked and barefoot three years for a sign and a wonder against Egypt and Ethiopia, so shall the king of Assyria lead away the Egyptians as prisoners and the Ethiopians as captives, young and old, naked and barefoot, with their buttocks uncovered to the shame of Egypt. Just a very uh, startling thing that uh, Yahuwah spoke to Isaiah, the son of Amos, and go and remove your sackcloth from your body and take your sandals off your feet. You know, and then he walked naked and barefoot, and he did so for three years as a sign uh, and a wonder against Egypt and Ethiopia. Just very startling in nature. Um, you know, because, you know, I, I don't want to add anything to that. But just, just uh, again, read it and just, again, consider the fact that Yahuwah is the almighty king. And he is righteous in all that he does. And there's no question about that. So uh, then we go to Hosea. Um, and you go to verse... Uh, excuse me, chapter 1, verses 2 through 3. And it says, When Yahuwah began to speak by Hosea, Yahuwah said to Hosea, Go, take yourself a wife of harlotry and children of harlotry, for the land has committed great harlotry by departing from Yahuwah. So he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Deblaim, and she conceived and bore him a son. So Yahuwah is commanding Hosea to go marry a, a, a prostitute or a harlot. Uh, in scripture, very unusual or startling command. But of course, when the king tells you to do something, you must obey. Um, here's another one, and, and it's in the book of Hosea also. It's uh, chapter 9, verse 16. And it says, Ephraim is stricken. Their root is dried up. They bear no fruit. Yes, were they to bear children, I would kill the darlings of their womb. Uh, so that's another startling uh, scripture there as well. Again, keep in mind that Yahuwah is is always righteous in all that He does. Uh, and also, if you if you take a look at Hosea chapter three, it said uh, verse one. Then Yahuwah said to me, "Go again, love a woman who is loved by a lover and is committing adultery, just like the love of Yahuwah 
for the children of Israel who took, who looked to other gods or other, other other gods and loved the raisin cakes of the pagans. So he tells Hosea twice to to be involved with a uh, one who is committing adultery or harlotry or prostitution. So very unusual command to, to take a look at there. So uh, then we go to Proverbs twenty verse thirty. And it says, blows that hurt cleanse away evil as do stripes the inner depths of the heart. So that one's uh, a real interesting uh, scripture also. Blows that hurt cleanse away evil as do stripes the inner depths of the heart. So that's, uh, take a look at that one also. Uh, and then if you go to Amos uh, chapter 8, verses 11 through 12. Uh, here's another one. Uh, it says, Behold, the days are coming, says Yahuwah Elohim, that I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of the hearing of the words of Yahuwah. They shall wander from sea to sea and from north to east. They shall run to and fro, seeking the word of Yahuwah, but shall not find it. So a famine of his word not being spoken. So that's a pretty startling scripture there as well uh, that he told uh to Amos uh, in in the record or the writings of, of Amos himself. So, again, these are just some interesting scriptures to take a look at. Fascinating and startling and unusual in nature. Um, you know, take a look at them and meditate on them or study them. But again, you know, to, to gain understanding, I encourage you to uh, pray and 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 bring them up and discuss them with other believers, other friends that. Uh, may not be familiar with these verses and uh, discuss them. It's just uh, some good discussion um, uh, scriptures to, you know, ponder and, and, and think about. So anyhow, I encourage you to do that. And until next time, study to show thyself approved. Thanks for joining us today for this episode of The Workman's Table.